Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast. This is episode 597 and I'm your host, Tola Ugunlewe. Five lessons from five athletes at the Olympic Games. Welcome back to another Monday episode of the podcast. Now, usually on Mondays, we look at successful athletes who you can learn from who can be a mentor to you. So rather than looking at one athlete, this Monday's episode, we're looking at five athletes from the just-concluded Olympic Games in Tokyo. Now, obviously, if you are a student of the sport, of your sport, if you're an athlete who is trying to be where the great athletes are, if you're an athlete who is trying to be at the biggest stage of your sport, then there is no bigger stage than the olympic games there's no bigger stage than the olympic games so i would expect that if you're watching the olympic games looking for lessons to learn how to improve in your sport especially if you weren't participating at the olympic games so on today's episode guys i want to share with you five lessons that you can learn from five athletes at the olympic games and the first athlete guys is lamont marcel jacobs now this is the 100 meter olympic champion now coming into the games there are the usual favorites who you know expect to do well at the olympic games so you have the jamaican athletes you have the american athletes it is very rare for the the european athletes you know to uh, to be in the contention you know for olympic champion and you see this tokyo olympic games were no different you know so coming into the games you had you know the americans you had the canadians you know and probably now many of the jamaicans were not on form especially after you seen board and retired you know but they were expected to be there or thereabout in the mix and now here comes an athlete in lamont marcel jacobs who goes on to win the entire thing and become Olympic champion. And guess what? In the heats, in the semi-finals, and in the finals, he set a personal best every single time until becoming Olympic champion. You see, the lesson I want you to learn from Lamont Marcel Jacobs is it's okay to go under the radar. You see, we go into events, competition, races, tournaments, and we want to be the best we want to be the person that everyone is hailing we want to be um the favorite we want to be the person who has all eyes on him but you see in certain situation it is always better to just go on that radar unnoticed and that's exactly what happened to lamont marcel jacobs even going into the final he wasn't expected to win the gold medal he wasn't one of the favorites to win so certainly Coming into the Olympic Games, nobody was looking at him in terms of, oh, this is a standout guy. This is a guy to look out for. You know what that would do for an athlete like that is he relieves an athlete like that of pressure. You see, let all the pressure be on all the guys who have had the fastest times in the world this year. You know, so um, all your, you know, American athletes, I think it's Trevor Brumel, you know, all your Divine, Uduru, so the Nigerian athlete, all those guys, Andre de Grasse, don't come over from injury and all that. Let the pressure be on all those guys. I will just be in my little corner, right? And I will just be going on that rear. So in the heat, 
Yes, he won his heat, but I mean, come on, it's the heat. Nobody pays attention. Semi-final, yes, he won the semi-final. Still, nobody was paying attention until he came home with the Olympic gold. Until he came home with the Olympic gold medal. So the lesson I want you to learn from him, guys, is that it's okay to be under the radar. You see, the fact that you don't have attention on you doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. The fact that you don't have attention on you doesn't mean there's an issue. The fact that people are not singing and screaming your name, it doesn't mean anything. You see, what matters is that when you deliver on the results, people will then begin to start screaming your name. And of course, that's exactly what happened with Lamont Marcel Jacobs. Everybody started trying to find out is he really italian okay one of his parents was from italy the other was from america he grew up in texas and all of that we didn't know anything about that prior to him delivering on the performance that led him to being olympic champion that's the first athlete guys that i want you to pick a lesson from from this olympic games and is that it's okay to go under the radar the second lesson guys is simon biles now obviously if you watch the Olympic Games, then you you obviously saw the news, you know, where she pulled out of one of the competitions, you know, and then she pulled out of the next competition, pulled out of the next one. Then she decided to compete, you know, in a particular event, and then she came home with the bronze medal. Of course, people probed. I wanted to find out why was she pulling out, why wasn't she participating, and of course, the answer was that she was trying to protect her mental health. You see, the lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from simon biles at the olympic games is that it is okay to do you it is okay to do you now of course when this news came out you know i went to twitter you know and i posted that look my my ideology as it relates to you know mental health for athletes and all that is that look of course mental health is important but you see being an athlete is a choice and it is a choice that you are in complete control of you see what she did was because she felt that look i'm not in the best position to compete and of course gymnastics is such a dangerous sport where you don't want to be taking certain risks she decided to pull out she wasn't in the right head speed she couldn't um, um time her landing and so many things she did go on to explain you see the difference between what um simon Biles did at the olympic games and what naomi osaka did at the french open was that naomi osaka tried to arm strong the organizers of the French Open to change rules simply for our own benefit. That's what she tried to do. And she didn't discuss this with the authorities at the French Open. You know, she, she went on social media to do it. Now, when the thing backfired, you know, and didn't go according to plan, of course, then she came out, you know, she apologized, she pulled out of the tournament and all that. Look, mental health is important irrespective of sport we're human beings first before we are athletes and of course you don't owe anybody any performance so the lesson to pick up from this is always do you don't feel like oh i need to perform because people are coming to watch me play oh i need to do this because people have done this and done that. And i mean there are people who have made extreme cases that you know she let her teammates down and all of that you see the view that i take and what I love the most about Simon Bao's explanation is that she came out and said, Hey, look, I did not quit. I just could not perform. Gymnastics is all about landing and execution. And of course, I mean, you land wrong and, you know, things go, things go really, really bad for you. So the, the way that I like to put it in context is that if, for example, she was a footballer 
and she decided that hey look you know uh, i'm really struggling you know i don't think i can perform i don't think i can play and then you say oh don't quit just play if she became a liability to the team in the sense that she wasn't executing her role properly would she still be entitled to the right to be substituted so if the answer is yes then of course because she performs an individual sport then of course it doesn't mean that she should then perform just because she wants to so the lesson guys for you from this is that it's okay to do you you see whatever works for you as the athlete see what i will not tolerate and what i would not support is everybody now trying to use mental health to arm strong authorities in sports to change rules that only benefit them despite the fact that they have benefited from their sports you know athletes earn this enormous amounts of money you don't see a doctor right who comes out and says oh um or mental health this and all of that no they, they they chose to be doctors and then they go on to perform so having got to the point for simon Biles, where look she she couldn't execute what she did what she quietly pulled out now obviously being simon Biles, all the questions now came people started asking questions people started trying to probe oh what was wrong was that you know she didn't she didn't try to change the olympic rules she didn't try to get um, um a specific event moved to another day to favor her or she didn't try, no, no no she just quietly stepped away that's the second lesson and the second athlete that i want you to learn from today simon bows it's okay to do you what works for you i see this is where parenting and sports parenting comes in you know so you've seen the parents who you force your child to play sports you force your child to play sports you know and they get to the point where it's more or less like they're performing for you so if you are that athlete who feels like you're performing for other people it's okay to do you it's okay to do you so that's the second lesson and the second idea number three guys is caleb dressel caleb dressel now he left the olympic games you know as one of the most decorated swimmers at this tokyo olympic games and there was an interview that he was doing just as he was leaving tokyo you know where he was talking about all the love that he received from everyone and how they were you know extremely supportive how you know tokyo was a great city lovely host and, and all of that but you see the part in the interview that struck me and that's the lesson that i want you to learn so caleb dressel is what i think 25 years old there about he said it had been his dream to be olympic champion to swim to become a swimmer to achieve all the things he's achieving now since he was five years old it had been his dream to do all the things that he's doing now since he was five years old so you see the lesson from caleb dressel guys is that it's a journey sports and the success you seek is a journey if he has been participating in his sport he had been training in his sport since he was five years old of course this is what the monday episodes of the podcast are for where you see athletes you hear their stories you see where they've come from you see how they've done it you know and we've seen so many athletes started at three years old started at five years old started at eight years old you know and years of work went in to the point where they now got to where they were comfortable in executing and achieving what they wanted to achieve so if you're new in your sport if you haven't been doing your sport for a long time if you you know are still in the process of mastering certain elements of your sport stop putting yourself in a hurry the lesson i want you to learn from caleb dressel guys is that sports is a journey so if he could stay dedicated for 20 something years thereabout 
continued pushing continued i mean yes he won medals at the rio olympic games you know but he was the star of the pool at this olympic games it's a journey guys and it's a journey that you are going to have to trust the process you've heard that before you are going to have to trust the process it's extremely important it's not something that you can shy away from it's not something that you can hide it's not something that you can dodge you know so it's key that as an athlete you know it's not like you're 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 expecting that all of a sudden you're just going to begin to achieve certain results no it is a process and you must trust the process because it is a journey that's a lesson from Caleb Dressel number four athlete is Mutaz Essa Bashim and Tam Berry so the Italian high jumper and the Qatari high jumper so I mean obviously if you watch the news and all of that you, you probably would have seen it where you know these guys were the two best high jumpers you know in the Olympics and they get to the point where they had cleared all their jumps up until 2.37 meters at the first time of asking so the bar gets raised to 2.39 meters and then they decide that look or they miss all their attempts and then the high jump organizers come to them and they're like you know it's a tie the olympic rules provide for a jump off and then mutas esabashim you know asked the organizers they said can you have two gold medals you know and the organizer says absolutely yes and of course they decided not to go for the jump off and they decided to split the gold medal the lesson i want you to learn from these two guys you know is that sports is all about sportsmanship now of course i saw posts on social media where people were trying to make arguments that you know that is not sportsmanship you know sportsmanship is about winning and all of that absolutely not you see sportsmanship is about fairness and it's about respect for your opponent so if you look at that situation the decision was in their hands this were two guys so bashim is the current world champion so he won the the high jump world championships in doha in 2019 in front of his home crowd he did not even know that he was going to be able to make that world championship because he had a career-threatening injury same thing with tamberry who was supposed to go to real olympic games you know he, he tore his achilles or he broke his leg or something and he couldn't he watched it at home he came to tokyo with a cast that was on his leg you know as as a tribute to the fact that i made it here now since that decision was in their hands it was their decision to make and nobody else's so if they decided that we're going to share the gold medal that is the essence of sportsmanship if the rules did not provide for them to share and the rules provided only for a jump off and then they armstrong the tournament organizers and says we are not going to jump off so we are more or less like going to force you to make us share the gold medal then that would have been a different case the choice was in their hands yes sports is about winning yes sports is about competition yes we want to know who is first and second but guess what this were the two best guys at the olympics anyways by a stretch from the guy who won bronze it was their decision to make guys sports is about sportsmanship you see how you feel towards your fellow athlete how you compete the fairness that you show and of course i posted this on instagram you know and i went into detail to explain that you know that's what sportsmanship is so this was a perfect example of sportsmanship on the on on the stage which promotes sportsmanship the most which is the olympic games because that's what the olympic games is about 
the olympics is about bringing people together the if you go and read about the history of the olympic games how it started it was about fair competition and they epitomized the spirit of the olympic games so guys you you have to be fair i know you want to win i know you want to do well i know you want to crush your opponents but how are you going about doing it how are you going about doing it and trust me these two guys coming back from career ending injuries epitomize every single ounce of that sportsmanship so that's the fourth lesson and the fourth athletes i want you to learn from on today's episode of course the final athlete is Alison Felix. The final athlete is Alison Felix, who became in Rio the most decorated track Olympian of all time, surpassing Usain Bolt and the medals that she won. Like she, she, Alison Felix is like fine wine, refuses to age, only gets better. So she was at the 2004 Athens Olympic Games. She was at the 2008 beijing olympic games was at the 2012 london olympic games she was at the rio 2016 olympic games and here she was again in tokyo winning bronze in the 400 meters you see the lesson that i want you to learn from her is not necessarily as it relates to the uh, exploits on the track it's in part but it's what happened in the build-up to the tokyo olympic games where of course you know nike refused to renew their contract with her because she got pregnant and she had to have a baby and all of that you know and then she launched her own sportswear company and went with that to the olympics now of course the americans were sponsored you know but in her own personal capacity what she did was that she decided to give athletes a voice to in essence not shy away from anything that they are or anything that they were doing she didn't want female athletes who were pregnant to be training at 3am in the morning because they didn't want the cameras to see them pregnant so that they don't lose their sponsorship with the companies that they have you see this is such a big lesson guys from Alison felix in the sense that look never be ashamed of who you are never be ashamed to stand for something never be ashamed to stand for what you believe in no matter what the circumstance is now that sponsorship getting pulled out from her was huge was big so was it even nike or adidas i can't remember currently you know but he was huge for her but what she then did was that she started a movement that empowered so many female athletes beyond her wildest imagination like out of this world turned everything so whilst on the track she remained a beast who went on to achieve all the things that she could in a sport off the track she became a beacon to so many female athletes in the world in terms of what they could go on to achieve like absolute legend of course you see all these athletes that we look at here except for lamont marcel jacobs bashim and tamberry we have looked at all of them on monday episodes of the podcast we looked at simon Biles twice we looked at caleb dresso and we looked at allison felix as well but for this particular post-olympic episode the five lessons i want you to learn from these five athletes lamont marcel jacobs it's okay for you to go under the radar simon biles it's okay to do you caleb dresso sports is a journey tamberi and bashim sportsmanship is key in sports and of course allison felix you know believe in what you believe in basically so i hope you guys have learned so much from this episode head over to the website 
athletemaestro.com. Check out all the free and paid resources that we have for you there. All of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports uh, so that, of course, you can achieve your sports goals. If you have any questions whatsoever, send me a mail to at athletemaestro.com. And, of course, um, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't left us a rating and review, what are you waiting for? Head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe to learn how to subscribe to the podcast. You'll also learn how to leave a rating and review. What your rating and review does is that it improves the profile of the podcast and it's your way of giving us feedback for everything that we share here to ensure that your sports dreams come true. Athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough. You must apply. Willing. It's not enough. You must do. And just go out there, learn all the lessons you can from this five athletes from the Olympic Games. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.